Good morning everyone, it's time for another episode of the Jiggy John Show and I'm in the heart of KL and I'm about to pick up an exciting guest who's got a great story so she's coming right up now and we are gonna put her in the hot seat come on in, come on in uh, since traffic's at a standstill, so why not? that's right, lady oh. oh, ladies and gentlemen uh oh, she almost took my dough out in the process <laughs> it is Miss Sammy Ham Hi everyone! Hi, Hi. John. Merry Christmas! <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Well, so that's a dead giveaway. We're shooting this on Christmas Day, uh, although this is gonna drop in a couple of weeks' time. But stay tuned. That's right, yeah. strapping young lady. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! All right. So who is this girl, and why do I have her on my show? Well, I'll give a backstory, and then we'll let her explain herself. The little that I know, she is a budding lawyer, a lawyer to be. Or well, yeah. Is your, okay. Yes. Oh, the door's not closed. Can you close the door again? Sure. Try that again. Okay. There we go. Okay, great. All right, safety first, folks. Yeah. yeah so she's a budding lawyer, just completed a CLP. Uh, she's been a model of sorts. And why I'm having her here is because she's also an MC. So she's uh, killing the junior circuit right now. I'm going to use the word junior only because uh, still quite young, law. Yeah, well. So tell us uh, just a little bit of, of who you are and what you do, Sammy. Who am I and what I do? So, yeah, as Jiggy already mentioned, my name is Sammy. I'm 24 this year. Oh, 24. I thought you were 25. <laughs> Even not, better. Not, not yet. Okay. <laughs> it's still December 2019. So there you go. I'm still 24. There you go. And yeah, I work as an MC now. I focus more on corporate events. I'm also the season host for Porsche Carrera Cup Asia 2019 and also 2020. So nice. that's pretty much about me. I also run my own talent agency. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you started off, uh, I guess at 18, right? Like after after high school. Yeah. Uh, didn't you kind of start off differently a little bit? Differently as in? I don't know. Did you enter the event circuit and kind of like not be an MC right away or? Uh, yeah, like the first three years. Actually, I, I've been an MC like just like part-time because it was not so professional back then. But yep. I've been an MC since high school. So there are some friends that introduced me to some of their like parents' company for the dinner, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I kind of like picked up how to host corporate events from there. Yep. But at the same time, I think I work more as like, a, you know, like some usual stuff that most of the girls out there do, like promoters, brand ambassadors, ushers for events. So you did all that as well? Yeah, I did all that, like from the smallest role, from the backstage, from the roadshow and all those like in and out. Yep. So I think I've watched pretty much a lot of the events mm -hmm. from different perspective. Yep. And it's pretty fascinating because like now that I work in front of the stage. That's correct. It's kind of a very different feel. Of course, you see that's the thing, you know, so um, I mean there's a lot of young ladies out there who are probably doing what you I could say used to do mm -hmm. and they also have ambitions and, 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 and a goal to maybe step into what you are doing so I thought it'll be good to hear your side of the story because you've kind of like I would say gone full circle mm -hmm. at least in the events you know industry given the fact that like you I wear two roles I wear two hats so yeah. as an MC but also as a show producer so you know you it's easy to stand in the, in the shoes of uh, talents right yeah uh, but I think for you I mean I guess why I wanted to just have a chat with you is because you know giving given all that you're doing and it's only you know 24 so <laughs> I think it's important that you know we we keep working hard even from the earliest of ages and you know for you you've been busting I mean I've been following you you're all over the place and, and this year alone where have you gone for a Porsche uh, 
for Porsche, we went to Shanghai. Of course, it's the first stop and mm -hmm. the last stop. Mm -hmm. uh, we went to Japan okay. for Suzuka Circuit and yep. also Fuji. Yep. We also went to Thailand, mm. the Bangsan oh. Street Circuit. Then we went to Singapore and of course Malaysia, Sabang, yep. Yep. classic circuit. Yep. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. But it's uh, it has been a very fun season. Yep. It's my very first um, motorsports event as a host instead of MC. It's very challenging for me. Is that a difference? Yeah, like um, being a host, you need to really have the knowledge. And because we run live shows, mm -hmm. so you can't make mistakes ah. <laughs> technically. Yeah. So, so how in the world did you land? You know, yeah, Porsche Carrera Cup. Like, I mean, I think that's a very uh, prestigious event per mm -hmm. se. And and I think uh, why what's impressive is the fact that you know I, I I don't know I don't mean to harp on the fact that you're a junior MC. <laughs> how in the world did you know you at so quickly in your career stumble upon or, or get this role? Uh, I think it's by luck. Um, I actually know the agent through um, last time when I was I, I went for the F1 Great Girl audition mm -hmm. like last year I mm -hmm. think last mm -hmm. year was the last F1 in Malaysia okay so this agent happened to uh, call me back he says that oh they are looking for they are having a mini audition like are you interested since you are doing MC maybe you want to try out because they are looking for a bilingual life okay. host okay. So, that means the host needs to be able to speak in Mandarin right. very fluently and also English. So right. he thought to ask me to go for the audition, so I went. Okay. And I was very... I don't know anything. Right. Because I've only been a great girl, but you know, obviously great girl doesn't involve in actual motorsports rules and like know the drivers and right. kind of things. So right. like there are a little bit like... There were a lot of different things that I do not know. Okay. So what I did was I just Google find some script and then I just memorize the script oh wow kind of like get my way out of it and okay. during the audition they gave us a brand new script okay and I just have to memorize it in like what less than 10 minutes okay but I think I was lucky because it was something that's pretty easy for me to remember so I just went in and nailed the shot in one take wow <laughs> yeah so I guess it's by luck okay so I mean I mean, how how have you just gained this kind of confidence so quickly? Like, how, you know, how? Have you always been this bubbly personality who sees life by the horns? Or, you know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, because I've been there and I know all about butterflies in the stomach. Yeah. Uh, but how have you overcome that? Or how have you, yeah, how have you worked your way around it? I think it takes a very long process to come to where I am now. Yep. I've been to a lot of different kind of sort of like trainings or mix really? different communities oh. um, I'm a GLP from Asia Works ah yes of course yeah, yes so, I remember we had this conversation yeah so I think like um, I think the impact wasn't so obvious yep. um, because I did the training when I was 18 uh, oh wow so it was 5 years ago okay um, I kind of like understand that when I'm confident mm. and when I'm sure of this is what I want and yep. I just do 100% and go for it and yep. I will get it. But I, I I don't know, like five years ago, I don't feel that it's that impactful in my life. Yep. But when, when it really comes to like emceeing or like even go to audition for this host job, mm -hmm. uh, it really plays a big impact. Like when I realized that, you know, when I'm very sure that this is what I want to do, like yep. my goal was to go in the room and get it done in one shot right in one take right. so I just do whatever it takes to make sure that I go in and do one take 
Hmm, so interesting. I guess that's the thing. But have you always been this person? Like, did you know that you were going to end up doing this? Uh, not really. Like, every, like everybody else has been telling me that, Sammy, I think you look good on TV. I think you can, you, you, you can talk, that kind of thing. But I've never really, like, thought that I would really pick up this as a... As my profession Because I thought It's just gonna stop At high school For some point Because Honestly speaking I've never seen Any of my High school MCs End up With this career as well I thought I'm just gonna be a lawyer And like you know Work in law firms Or maybe I would go For litigation Because I was in debating Okay But Well somehow I kind of like Well Like I, I, I kind of like Come to this point That Whoa, international. Yeah, so do you <laughs> so think that... Stop? Are you are you going to literally take law and pursue it uh, full-time uh, right after this? Um, maybe, maybe five years later, I would think about it. Interesting. Because so I, you, think, I think law career is something that um, you can come back. But like being an MC, like what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. you, you need a lot of energy. And I just don't want the fire of passion to stop okay. when it's still burning now so I should do it when I'm still into it right so among all the things that you've done uh, you know in the last couple of years what's the what what is the one thing that really has stood out for you and has made you very happy and I would say even proud of yourself wow that's uh, that's a big statement I think uh, the most recent one like other than uh, Porsche Caracan Asia mm-hmm. I think the most recent one is uh, I, I was asked to host a media launch okay. in Singapore okay. for Honor 9X. Okay. So that was, a, for, for me, it's a big milestone because I thought like, I'm just going to host international events through PCCA. Mm-hmm. But then, wow, in fact, there are other opportunities. See, that's what I'm saying because, you know, I, I was watching it and I'm like, I've been watching this girl <laughs> and she's just, like, it's just happening, you know, it's just falling into place. And I'm like, See, for me, that speaks volumes of the fact that you're doing something right. And when you put your heart and soul into it, everything just falls into place. And you're a living testament of that. Because yeah. for those who say otherwise, because, you know, you bust your gut. You, you, you're going gig after gig. And obviously, lack of sleep sometimes or, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you, you have those days when you're underrested, but you still have to put on your game face, right? Yeah. Uh, amidst all the makeup and all that, which helps. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I mean? I know exactly the, yeah. the feeling, but... So it's like, and here you are, so quickly, you're being recognized for that. So I think that is is very important that you also realize that that if you're not working as hard as you, you are and, and were, these gigs won't be falling into place, you know what I mean? Well, I think it's, uh, it's really about having faith, or maybe I, because I sat in different roles before. Yeah. I think if I didn't went through the first, like, okay, I've been in this like six years. If, yep including all my part-times with other roles. Yep. I think without those experience, it will not be able to shape like what I am now because um, every step is necessary. Because mm-hmm. I've seen different kinds of MCs doing different gigs and Correct. I-, I think I just learned from them. So among all the kind of different kinds of MCing that you do, which one do you enjoy the most? Because I know obviously you've done a launch, you've done all this, uh, you know, now hosting for a, a race, and then you've done maybe dinners. I think you, I even saw you doing some dinner gigs lately, and I don't know if you played games yet or whatnot. Ah, uh, yeah, we do. There you we, go. We, we so, so you, you, you're doing, you're doing, you know, the typical route of any professional MC who, you know, whatever gig comes your way, you you become versatile. But which one do you enjoy the most? Is what I'm trying to ask. Actually, the one that I enjoy the most are the ones that are, they find me for sponsorship. How like, does that work? 
like um, uh, like recently I sponsored uh, BNI because yep. I'm a BNI member, obviously. Oh, there we so, go. Promotion um, time. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, they, it, it was actually I, I didn't really get to share this, but like this is a very mind blowing thing for me okay. about how the confidence levels strike. I, I when I started my business in talent agency, it was only a month. Like yep. when I registered my company and I joined BNI, okay. And I think like there's this just there's this thirty second thing you need to do like in every week. Of meeting. course, I know so, that. Been there, done that. Yeah. So like I think the head of the events council was there on okay. our very first business open day. Okay. And he saw my thirty seconds. He's like, uh, Sammy, I heard you are doing MC. Okay. Uh, I would like to ask you to be the MC for our international networking week. Okay. And it's like, um, there will be six hundred business entrepreneurs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And and to be honest, that time it was, I think it was in January. Because okay. I joined uh, BNI in January. So okay. I wasn't really, I, I haven't even officially started BCA yet. Okay. So my confidence levels is like just getting there. Like, yeah, it's getting there, but it's not there. Yet. Way up. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like, holy shit. But I, I took I took the opportunity anyway. Yeah. And they gave me a huge challenge. They want me to demonstrate a 60 second business presentation on that day itself. Oh. So it was like, oh my god. But like, after I done it, and a lot of people have been telling me that, wow, Sammy, you are like so confident on stage. How did you do that? Right. And everybody thought that I'm a veteran in BNI. Right. <laughs> I was like, no way, man. Basically, the term lawyer buruk took on a new meaning, lah. <laughs> your, yeah. your lawyer side just went straight into action, lah. You know. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing, actually. It is. It is. It is. So it is. I think uh, I I had a lot of fun, even though it's not a paid gig. They actually mm-hmm. engaged me for next year's uh, INW, I mean the International Working Week and okay. the National Conference as well, so okay. I'm looking forward to it. Um, the recent one that I did was also for um, Entrepreneur Organization. Yep. Where oh, they, EO. Yeah. Oh, like nice. for their Christmas dinner. Right. Yeah. I got some friends in there. Yeah. They might have been there actually. Yeah, maybe. But like that, that for that event, it was a very. For me, it's more like eye-opening because mm. I didn't really get to host the event that much, but yep. I get to watch like how they run events. Okay. Because uh, there was some technical issues with the with the PA system and that kind of thing, so like I didn't really get the mic to host the event. Oh. But but it's it's uh, for me it's eye-opening because like from what I've seen in BNI, yep. Um, both are business organizations, but they run their events very differently. Of course, of course. So the scale is different and the performance-wise, everything. Is uh, very different. So of course. Me, yeah, I I'm also engaged with them for next year's Chinese New Year. Very nice. So, so what scares you at this point in time? I mean, professionally lah. Uh, I'm, I'm not asking about personal questions here, but yeah. professionally, what scares you? Like, I mean, so you've done so many gigs. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I ask this question because I know where my turning point <laughs> came in my yeah. career, where I'm like, hey, now just give me the mic lah. I know what I'm doing. You know that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. what scares you? Oh, even in secondary school. In, yeah, in secondary school. 
Oh wow. From Sujin High School. So yeah. Again, school. there she goes promoting the school now <laughs> lah. This girl is nice. Need to get advantage lah. Asia works lah. BNI lah. Chinese school lah. Anything else you want to promote? <laughs> Just myself. Uh, you're doing a good job. So then. So um, yeah. That's what like some people like for the Chinese community they may think like my English is sufficient mm. or like they mm. think it's good. Yeah. But like actually for me like when I work with international clients yep. or like like clients that are really like English you know banana type of people. Yep. Yep. It really pressures me because um, I know they are very particular with uh, pronunciations, especially when it comes to guest names. Yep. And their brand names. Yep. So for me it's like really what I fear most is. Messing up with the pronunciation. Understand. Well, you know, so I guess yeah, that's good. You always want to stay on your on your feet. And and how do you so how do you overcome that? Like how do you improve on that? What uh, have you been doing to? I watch videos. Ah, okay. Like I, I try to find videos. And the thing is, I I don't know why. Maybe it's a talent, or I don't know, it's a game or whatever. I can copy people mm. by watching their videos. Mm. So like when I when I study on how they talk, how how they speak certain things, yep. and then. Chinese at hundred percent, like you're, you're flawlessly confident. Like I'm gonna use that word, right? Like yeah. I mean, you're very confident. So in yeah. English, uh, what's the percentage of your confidence level? Like if you were to do it in Chinese, I'm sure even without a script, you can you can run, right? Uh, actually, with English without a script, I also can run. I know, but I'm just like I'm just trying to I'm trying to understand yeah. the mind of someone who went to school in in a Chinese school for twelve years. Yeah. So obviously, you're very confident in Chinese, correct? Yeah, but the thing is, in 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 back in my school, I've never really hosted events in Chinese. Oh, I've always hosted events in English because to them my English is good. <laughs> so, but are you comfortable so, hosting in Chinese as well? Yeah, of course. So do that now. Do that now. I, I want to hear Chinese. I'm trying to learn my. Hello, everyone. Today we are here to talk Host in Chinese, yep. and when I'm not prepared, yep. I might sound a little bit more like banana. Ah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, because in actually, like if if you calculate in my years in high school mm. for hosting, mm -hmm. then I would have nine years okay. of experience. So yep. like for nine years, I have been trained to host in English. Uh, so usually enough. for Mandarin, I will try to write a script before I host the event so that you know I don't mix English words into Chinese script unless unless it's a very Malaysian kind of event like when I when I do my hosting in PCCA mm -hmm. my Mandarin has to be Chinese Chinese because my Mandarin is meant to be heard by the audience in China oh wow so I can't really mix any words like Malaysian yeah, yeah no no of course of course we so, do it without thinking about it you know yeah over here we happily let up lah whether it's Malay lah Tamil lah you know, Hokkien, uh, Cantonese, the whole nine yards lah. Yeah. In one sentence, we can have all, you know. Yeah. And only us understand each other, and we the Singaporeans lah. Yeah. We're the only two kind of people who understand each other anywhere in the world. Yeah. So how how do you condition yourself to do like like proper Mandarin, if I can put it that way? Um, I think. Do you uh, actively think about it? Like, are you are you grilled and turned on that way to be like, okay, I got to speak like pure Mandarin? Yeah, yeah. Like if I if I need to do that, I will. Okay. The, but the thing is, in Malaysia, a lot of events 
there was something that we didn't talk about, but I saw you recently post about it. So cosplay, you used to do cosplay. Ah, uh, yeah. So again, uh, you know, there there goes another strange feather in your cap, lah. You know, you're one cuckoo bird, lah. You know, you like you've done all sorts of crazy things, and yeah. and now you're focusing on 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 the things that I think are. Uh, I guess just economically more viable to you, so it makes sense that you know you don't yeah. have time for some of your passions. Let's put it yeah, out there. Yeah, but you've done cosplay, and how long did you kind of like get immersed in that world? Um, actually, cosplay is something that I've always wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge anime fan. Of course. So since young, it's been a huge part of my life. But it's just that I didn't have the money to do it. Yep. Then I I've waited for many many years. I think I really really started it in. Okay. Because the time I think I worked with uh, Clips, okay. one of the biggest shows. Of course. Then um, got some money. Then I I decided to invest some of them into this hobby so that I you know like I can just tell someone that this this was my dream yep. and I nail it. Yeah, because I remember you yeah. told me how much you spend on just uh, making your costumes and and in a lot of DIY element and sourcing. Yeah, it's an it's an expensive hobby. Crazy man, <laughs> I know. really about realizing the character that you really admire of like yep. from some of the work and yep. knowing that you can bring them into real life I think that is uh, that is a very big thing for me do you think your cosplay days are over though given how busy you are with not everything really. else I, I still have costumes that are not being worn yet oh oh wow <laughs> yeah I missed uh, this year's comic fiesta because I was uh, pretty caught up with some other gigs yep so but I don't think I will Is there an age limit for cosplay? No, sorry, I'm just asking because I don't know. Of course, no. Okay, I mean, okay, okay. So, I like, mean, when like you as, go, as as long as you can fake your <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, there's hope for the me, lah. There's hope for me, lah. Of course. I mean, like there are different kinds of character that you can pull. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, for hmm. me, the trick is, uh, I I like to pick characters that I'm very sure that I can pull it off because I'm I'm tall. You see, I cannot Fair cross enough. those like petite size characters. So on that note, what is your height again? One seven two. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in in the local circuit, that's tall, sure. Yeah. One seventy two. No, 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 no. Can lah, can lah. <laughs> not, not, not until when you enter the modeling industry, then you. That's think true. You're actually that's true. <laughs> so, so what else have you? I mean, have you set any goals now? Now that you're doing so many things and you've seen life a little bit more, you've you know you've been traveling, you know, you're making decent money. Have you set actually any goals, or are you just kind of like going with the flow? Uh, I have one clear goal, uh, which is I want to get my first house in two years. Oh, nice! Yeah. Look at that! <laughs> wow! I, I I really want to move out with my mom, so sure. it's time to live in a new environment. So I give wow. myself two years. Hey, make sure we touch base again in two years, man. I want to know that you've done it in one. <laughs> yeah! Wow! Done okay. it in one. Okay. okay. I will do my best. No, but I think see that's the thing that's important because these are important goals to set. Other people would set other goals. I mean, I don't want to put it out there. I mean, I'm not saying what you can't and can can set as a goal, but I mean, I think uh, being a property owner and you know uh, those are clear set goals that you've set. Well, for, Anything for else, is, though? Uh, uh, I do have one more dream that I've yet achieved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might try to be a news anchor locally because. 
being a news anchor has also been one of my dream. Like that actually why I chose law degree. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. Um, it was because when in high school when we have to choose our degree, because mm-hmm. I was with uh, my English debating coach. Mm-hmm. So she was a law degree. She's a very inspiring. Uh, law student back then. Okay. She's very good in debating. She's like the best speaker in Malaysia. For she constantly wins in national debates. Oh wow! So she's a very inspiring figure to me back then. So when she asked me about my degree, I told her that uh, I wanted to be a news anchor. So maybe I would go for mass communication or like maybe a journalism. Mm-hmm. And she's like, No, Sammy, you you are good in debate. Okay, I'm not trying to boast about myself, but that was her actual. She says like. You, you can debate You are someone that's outspoken And yep. you should take up a degree That actually helps you to widen your perspective Or something So you stand out from other candidates so, Right, so right, you right So able to see something from a legal perspective yep. And it gives you better critical thinking mindset Okay, okay So that's how I got into law degree But huh. like news anchor is really something that I want to try Okay First, before lawyer because if I become a lawyer, I can't be a public figure. So, which channel though? Like which station? Uh, sorry, which station are, are you? Do you think that you're more uh, suitable for that? Let's put it that way. Mm, I've never really thought about it, but ah. like, maybe maybe Chinese. That's just uh, only Chinese news, like the ATV news, right? Um, or Astro AEC. Are you looking into it? Are you actively? Checking if there's any openings or there's opportunities that are potentially arising. I actually have missed a lot of opportunity with uh, ATV News because uh, they have a lot of camps back then when I was in high school. For you know, like uh, they have camps for young news anchor, the kind of thing. Oh, like really? Camps, they do all that? Yeah, they do. Oh, but the first year when they have it, I just graduated from my high school, right. so I missed it. And when they f- have their first camp for uni students mm-hmm. I also just graduated so it's like ah, okay, that's I keep then, missing out but what about later. lately like now lately I don't think they have any vacancy at the moment okay. so I just like I think it's uh, for me I don't think I'm ready yet for being a full time news anchor so for me it's just more like gaining more experience for right. my, my actual work now yep. like with PCCA I also yep. get to learn a lot it's just that it's a, it's a different kind of nature it's more like entertainment news because it's motorsports yep. but if I'm entering local news it's more like we, we'll be focusing on you know um, current affairs yep, yep. so it's a completely different thing and I think um, I still need more time so, how many uh, professional MC gigs have you done? When I use the word professional, I mean paid gigs, which means um, you, you can't really count the ones that you've done freebies or for friends or whatever. So, yeah. ever since you've started doing this, can you roughly, have you kept track of the number of gigs you've done? Wow, that's, that's quite a lot, I would say, for paid gigs. Yeah, so like uh, professional, uh, meaning people assume or consider you a pro MC and they paid you to MC. So that is the definition of, you know, can you roughly recall, you think? I would say I was, I am professionally within these two years. So two so years, I think maybe close to 100. See, that's really good. Yeah. For me, that's the, the makings of someone who's out there killing it la, or slaying <laughs> it, as y'all would put it. 
So I, I think I think most of the time I didn't really push myself mm -hmm. as like oh I need to slay this. No, I think yep. it's more like having fun yep. and making sure that people are connected. Right. Sometimes I can't really define like how good I am, mm -hmm. but I think um, for me like when I'm on stage, yep. I, I I really watch like everyone's mm -hmm. reaction. I of make course. sure they understand what I say. Of course. I make sure they get the message. Yep. Like if it's a if it's a cancer workshop, then we are gonna talk about you know love and like really take care of your health, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I think my style is more like um, focusing on connecting with people. Yep. So sometimes maybe the language is is not like perfect. Yep. I used to be like so focused on just perfecting the language and so on, but I think it's it, it makes me become very rigid mm. and it makes me less confident because yep. I, I just keep on thinking about oh getting this right and getting this perfect. Yep. But in fact I think the nature of being an MC is really connecting people. Totally. So uh, what what's like what's in the pipeline like besides your your one goal was okay being a news anchor and you know your personal goal was buying a property but like right now like have you actually actively like okay I want to do this in 2020 or I want to do this right away uh, have you have you actually like just set something a lot more attainable and a lot sooner do you have any short term like quicker goals or or things you're kind of like looking towards just making it happen and you know that you can short term never really thought about it because I think I'm the type that goes along with the mm, flow. You go with the flow. I, 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 I don't really set like short-term goals. Mm. I, I just set a big one yep. and I will somehow find my way there. Understand. Because I think like um, setting, setting short goals is uh, maybe effective for some people yep. but for me it's just it doesn't work that way. I, I need something that is big mm. and it drives me to like yeah I really want this. Understand. I don't know how I'm gonna go there but I really want this. Yep. So all the other things will fall into place. But whereas if I only set short-term goals, then I feel like, okay, so I achieved this. Yep. Then what's next? Yep. Then what's next? So for me, it's uh, I, I get lost if I set short-term goals. Yep. Do you have any fears besides the fact that you're always worried about pronunciation and getting words right? Besides that, is there anything else that you fear when you're out there doing your thing? Uh, I, I don't take Halloween games. <laughs> Oh, because <laughs> it's a personal reason. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because wow. I I am terrified of spiders. Oh. I, I can't handle. I didn't spiders. want to like, point out the spider I had no, down there. No, 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 no. There was no, one no. running around earlier. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> spider man. Like, Nobody like, knows who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I think like um really honestly saying I don't think I have any fear at the moment. Like okay. if it, if it, when it comes to hosting events, I, I know that big goal is yep. I want people to be happy yep. and I want I will want to make sure that I'm making use of my strength which is yep. connecting people and talking yep. and I know I'm quite influential yep. so as long as I know what's my purpose in the event mm -hmm. then I'm good to go like I think um, the most important part for me is to have confidence mm -hmm. that I can do it because yep. from time to time Sometimes when, when especially um, we have more than 1,000 packs of event, mm -hmm. that kind of event, sometimes for one split second, it haunts me. Because mm. I'll feel like, damn, am I able to do this? Because yeah. I'm young, maybe people won't listen to me, that yep. kind of thing, what will happen? But yep. like, when I just 
switch it. Mm -hmm. Like, no, this is, I, I don't care how old I am. I don't care what kind of experience I am. Yep. My goal is to make sure the event is a success. Then it, it will change. I understand. So, yeah. I mean, are you happy with what you've accomplished thus far? Yeah, of course. What's the happiest bit of it all in these last few years? I mean, I know you mentioned, um, what was it you mentioned earlier? Like, your proudest gig was the one in, for honor, right? Like, yeah. going to Singapore. But what what is something that has made you really happy? So, that's being proud. Like, okay, yes, I mean, like, yeah, I've got recognized, yeah. I've invited to Singapore. But what's been the happiest state of affairs in the last two years of professionally hosting for, for that matter? Oh, I think, like, every time when I finish an event, I feel damn happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so the thing. We all, we all run on that adrenaline. No, 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 it's true. I tell you what, yeah. till today, Every single time You know why Because uh, I call myself an entertainer I don't even call myself an MC anymore Because yeah. at the end of the day My job is to make people laugh And, and that's my style and, yeah. and for me Coming off that stage And just watching people Just genuinely be happy Is what It's, it's, it's why I do what I do yeah. It's not about the money anymore It's not about Because it's gone past that For me I do it yeah. because I actually enjoy it and, and um, um, it actually helps me de-stress Which is ironic Emceeing yeah. helps me de-stress for my day job Which is running events yeah. So that's me But like for you what, what makes you happy About what you do? What makes me happy with what I do? I think I'm I, I think uh, I, I have a, Although I'm young I, I, I can't say I earn super a lot from this But I think I share the same feeling as you Like I really enjoy what I do mm -hmm. And I don't really think about oh this is a work yep. for me it's just I'm happy that I can do something mm -hmm. that I love that I enjoy mm -hmm. and at the same time it's paying whatever bills that I need to there pay. you go yeah alright so I want to wrap it up a little bit because I don't want to keep you up nor do I want to keep this too long what do you have to say to this because the thing is I bring you I brought you on the show Sammy it's like you're 24 uh, you've had a really quick start to your career uh, and take that from me because I've observed enough people uh, and, and I think you are working very hard at, at your craft you're perfecting your craft on a daily basis and you put your heart and soul into it from what I observe anyways um, and I like that about you because you know you you just keep it you keep going and and, and all of that so what would you want to just put it out there because I, I brought you on the show is that I want you to empower other people who are claiming that being young uh, it is it, is probably a crutch, and I think that's completely wrong. That's number one, and number two that you 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 work hard for every single success that you you have at this point in time. So it's also to remind people that if you don't do the time, you're not gonna see or or, or gain all the because a lot of people in your uh, demographics of age group they wanna jump quick in their careers. They they wanna advance really quickly, but they don't wanna do the time. Yeah. And trust me when I say that Because I have had these people walk through my doors But you on the other hand I, I see you doing the time And for me That's where you've earned my respect from a long time ago So what would you put out there On, on, on just that topic as a whole Well I think uh, Yeah to all the young people out there If you're struggling um, I think uh, You really have to accept the reality That there's no shortcut There you go Yeah because Um I, I didn't go any shortcut but I think I'm lucky enough but luck for me um, yes luck plays a big role but it only works if you have already been preparing yourself for that because mm. opportunities come along the way yep. and if you're 
if you are not working more than 100% on yourself mm. and even if opportunity come you might just slip away because you're not ready yeah so you need to always be ready and always have faith that your hard work will have results but you need to be patient enough to give it time so you can see the results Fulama, motivational speaker <laughs> so folks this is Sammy Hum and uh, right now, professional MC. Uh, anything else you want to add to the title? That, that's way lo- lo- lawyer, lawyer to be. <laughs> lawyer to be. Anything else? TV host. There we go. TV host and uh, potential newscaster to be. Watch the space. She dropped it here. So if that happens, we know that her goal came alive and came online. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, Sally. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Of course. You know, it's always good to yak with people. And, and <laughs> of course, with a, a fellow pro in the industry, it's easy lah, because we cannot stop talking lah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the fun part as it well. It is, it is, it is. So, folks, uh, stay tuned. Uh, this is uh, another season, or, or I would say second episode on season two of the Jiggy John Show. And really hope you enjoyed having this guest on my show. Laters, everybody. Oh, my God. Hump. All right. <laughs> Gotta go.